we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring you guys around me like that. Let me tell you something, Heather. It's the only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. I did it at the same time that time. Yes, you did. I didn't do Buttered Pop Network. No, you 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 stuck to your original plan. I don't know why I did it different last time, but if you didn't know, <laughs> now you know. It's Eddie Estrada with my co-host. Matthew. I have got some energy today. More energy than I had last time. Yeah, I think we're, we're, we're very energized. I was feeling, honestly, restless this week. I was feeling a little antsy, but today is a new day. I feel, maybe it's because I know that we're doing this today. Yeah. I was also very hungover last podcast. I do have to. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot. Admit. So I think that was part of the but reason. But we're getting consistently beautiful weather in yeah. Southern California. I think that's improving our mood. I did get a little sunburnt. Yeah. A little. <laughs> you were a lobster. I truly was the lobster roll that Teresa ordered at that weird beach bar in the Jersey Shore. Or that this Kenya week. ordered in South Carolina. You know, lobsters all around these housewives world. But you look good now. You look healthy. I'm, I think you the aloe vera, whatever you're using, is is working. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, not too much going on on the shows this week. I was a little I was left wanting. Same. I was a little bit disappointed with what happened this week. It felt like a light week and I was really excited though cuz I thought we were going to be getting the Beverly Hills trailer. I know. I thought we were going to be able to talk about that today on the pod. But we didn't. We did get some Bravo news. They are doing a kids watch what happens live of famous Bravo kids, which I'm excited to see. I think that'll be really fun. It'll be, I guess two housewives reached out to Andy and said they were unhappy that their kids weren't included. Um, I'm looking probably at Kyle Richards and Lisa Rinna. Yeah, not confirmed, but that's just what we're speculating at this point. And Andy got a new reunion gig. He's going to be doing the Kardashians reunion for the end of their streak. And I'm not a Kardashian watcher, but I will tune in for that. Oh, I, uh, you know me, I, I've worked with the Kardashians. Oh, for the love of God. No. I mean, yes, but no. I did. You can't take that away from me. No, no one can, Edward. No one can. Thank Um, you. Oh, as well, we do have a little bit more of Jen Shaw news. The arraignment for Jen Shaw, we mentioned last week, the first one did not go as planned. It was a Zoom arraignment because arraignments are public, but because so many people tried to get in, it did not go as planned. I don't even believe Stuart could get into the arraignment, and it was a dual arraignment for him and for Jen. Yeah. So they had to reschedule. It was on Friday after we recorded last week. And Jen is pleading not guilty to all charges. And Let me tell you, I had my ears in that conference call and it, <laughs> they were bleeding because for the first like 20 minutes, it, there was like this echo that they couldn't figure out. Jen Shaw's attorney is like old and quite possibly the crypt keeper. Google it. You'll see. Oh, God. I'm not lying. But he could not figure out how to get the echo gone. And it was disastrous. Why it was is terrible. it on to be? Why is it on in the first place? It's not like a default setting on Zoom. No, so it was it was all a call in, and so he had one microphone on and like another microphone on, so you were getting the echo because there was two in the same place, and he couldn't figure out how to turn it off. Understood, understood. You know, problems with the crypt keeper and technology. But that is the that's not a good sign, Jen. 
You might I need know. to get new representation. She, we found out that she doesn't own any property. No, nope. al- allegedly, because they're asking for. Because he, the judge said that she does present a slight, slight risk. So she, I believe, for her bail is one million dollars, two hundred and uh, two hundred fifty thousand cash. Has to be cash or property or property. Uh, that's gonna be tough for her, I think. Although I don't know, maybe if she you know, saved up her, her fraudulent, you know, money. Maybe she'll be okay. Well, we're going to get more details on that. They have also confirmed Bravo uh, by they Bravo's confirmed that she will be filming this season. God bless. Oh, I can't. I'm so excited. It's going to be great. I'm very excited. The ladies, I'm, I'm interested to see how the ladies react to all of this. I wonder if anyone will still be friends with Miss Shaw, but how do you navigate that? I'm sure a lot of them still felt raw from what happened this last season. I can't imagine whatever they were filming for season two. I can't imagine things were going all that well, but now I could see them feeling torn. Like, do I forsake this woman or do I try to, you know, show her compassion and, and help her out? Like what, what, well, are, know, Lisa, what are the optics? What I, are the optics? Lisa Barlow was giving her compassion at the beginning of the season. I can tell you that right now. And I think she is cutting her ties because she can't lose Sundance. She doesn't want to be associated with this criminal. No, no. Allegedly. Alleged criminal. Alleg- I know we have to say alleged because it's not. I, I went to journalism school. You always got to put allegedly in. Alleged. But other than that, this week's Bravo shows didn't bring us much. I mean, I guess Atlanta. Atlanta was my favorite this week. I would have to say, but Dallas kind of picked it up a little bit. I like Dallas too. Yeah. But nothing much on summer house, nothing much on married to med and nothing much on Jersey. The end of Jersey was beautiful. And we'll get into that at the end. I was in literal tears myself as well. I I was very emotional watching. I was, I was wiping away the tears from my eyes before I took a run to in and out because that's how I I celebrated. No, no. So (laughs) we each have our own ways. All right. Let's start with summer house because this episode picked up where the last one ended. Of course, well, that's what all episodes do. But <laughs> with the big fight between the boys and Luke leaving. Yeah, it was good to see them reconcile. It was really great. I want the girls to take a note out of their book, which I never thought I would say. But I was really impressed with the boys all first admitting, wow, I fucked up. I drank too much. I, you know... Blew my, uh, blew your casket. Yeah, blew my casket. (laughs) Oh my God. I was just about to say that. I overreacted and I got reactive and I made a mess of things. And they all kind of came together, started with that, and then offered each other, you know, their apologies. I thought Luke's crying and confession at the dinner table with the whole rest of the house was actually very sweet. He's been through a lot and you can tell that he's very, I think he's very sincerely sorry for what he did and the way he's been treating people in the house because he does consider these people his friends Mm -hmm. and for them to kind of turn on him in this moment and all kind of drunkenly reveal all the issues they have with him. That sucks. That's tough for anybody. I, we did that to someone in my senior trip house. Well, she had done some pretty rude, mean things, called me some names that she shouldn't have called. And we kicked her out of our senior <laughs> senior trip house. Yeah, I don't know if this is the same thing, but you know. But and we apologized to her after we got home. We were like, we understand that you know, you weren't a kind person, but we weren't <laughs> kind either. <laughs> but Kyle is very mature, and, and so is Carl. He's smart. And I thought that they handled the Luke situation well. 
and I thought Luke handled himself well. Sierra and Hannah took his apology with grace. Again, I don't really think Hannah is involved in this at all, but Luke can't just apologize to Sierra. I get the, the optics and politics of that. I appreciate Amanda reaching out to Luke and making sure he knew that like she felt he was being genuine. Yeah. I also got to say after they all ordered those espresso martinis at dinner, which by the way, Loverboy's coming out with their own espresso martini in a can, which is why they were really big on the espresso martinis. I think in the episode, they are so Loverboy is so good about their promo. Like these kids know exactly what they're doing and how to use the show. We we can't get any of their product in the West coast. We can get spritz. We can get the spritz. So I think I'm going to order the spritz for the summer and we can try some, but they need to get going with that. Like the West coast is ready. I need to be bathing in Loverboy ASAP. I want my bath filled with that, with that tipsy tea. Oh Jesus. (laughs) And I just want to have a big straw. <laughs> oh, God. No, that's really gross, yeah, actually. No, I'm, no that's, you're drinking your own filth. <laughs> yeah, no, never mind. We're not going to do that. But I also really, really loved Kyle's re-engagement to Amanda. That was sweet. The, the celebration of their engagement was very sweet. He, oh, he loves that girl so much, and she loves him, and they are made for each other, and it just makes me so happy. They've it's come their, a long way. They really they, have. It shows you that true love still does exist. Uh, sure <laughs> you know it's as close as we're gonna get on this show for sure <laughs> truly i also loved steven reappearing and making his case to uh Lindsay. i don't know how well that will go next week but it was sweet seeing him you know make a heart out of uh fake candles i thought they were real candles and i got nervous and i was like oh my gosh he's gonna set the fire ho- the firehouse the summer house on fire <laughs> but also we have to talk about the Lindsay pregnancy scare. I mean, that was a I mean, moment. It was very clear that she wasn't pregnant. It was a little ridiculous, but I appreciated them making, you know, a ruckus for the cameras. I always love a good pregnancy test on camera. It's always like, what's going to happen? But we all know. And I'm excited to meet Danielle's beau, who's on his way. Yes. And then unfortunately, Kyle Sr. is showing up, aka Des. Oh, I'm very excited for that. I'm not. Not like in a way where I'm like, think he's going to be a great person because it's the, from the promo, he looks like he's gross. Very. He's like, we didn't kiss on the first date, but we screwed on the second. Like, okay, but gross. But also, they went on a date before she came to the house. Yeah, so things are starting to like really line up with the timeline and we're going to figure out exactly what was going on and why she kind of led Luke along for a storyline? Maybe so. Yeah. Again, I'm all for Luke being held accountable for the Sierra of it all. Yeah. I think that that needed to be dealt with, and I'm glad that we're sort of on the other end of that. But Hannah is full of shit, and I feel like we're all about to see it unfold, and I'm very happy. Her and Des were looking at wedding venues this week on Instagram. Because they are getting married. But it's one of those things where I'm like, if they film that on the show, I will be so irritated. Part of me feels like it's going to be drama because they're going to be filming Kyle and Amanda's wedding. And then they might also be filming no! Hannah's wedding. Oh, and I feel no. like I feel like she's kind of pushing for it to be a storyline of like, 
our weddings are right next to each other. Like you can't expect me to do this. Like I can't be part of like whatever I can see. She's going to lose that fight in that battle though. Of course. Cause everyone's going to want to go to Amanda and Kyle's wedding. I mean, as much as I do love Hannah burner, like in outside of the show, you yeah. know, I've like had some issues with her recently. Yeah. I never I liked still, her. Don't like her. No, I still have a connection with her. Good for you. I'm, you know, you're, you're a far better person than I, you know, that is true <laughs> on many accounts. <laughs> But I just love Summer House, and it's been great this season, and I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, the Des arrival is going to be great, and I can't remember Danielle's guy's name. We'll just call but he's him. handsome as hell. He's We'll just call him long-haired, handsome boy. Great. Long-haired, handsome boy. You in the back, long-haired, handsome boy. Come here for my girl, Danielle. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Give us some love. Speaking of shows where nothing really happened, even more so, I felt Married to Medicine. It kind of disappointed me this week. It definitely hit a lull. All we all we really got was Lisa Nicole and British Carrie, which I was actually very excited to see Lisa Nicole. It's been a minute. I never was a big fan of hers. I I always felt like I would enjoy her one minute, but then her husband was so the repulsive worst. that I I just couldn't get past it. And Carrie is I don't know about that girl. No, she's a dud. I I'm shocked that she still keeps like hanging around like she's, she's hoping that mariah is going to call her and say hey we, we're gonna have you come back on full time no absolutely absolutely not. not and then we touched on scott and contessa's marriage again this practice they're opening up is the biggest band-aid on the fattest wound i've ever seen but we barely even touched on it i don't i don't think their relationship is great i feel like they're just keeping it together for the show or for the kids. And it's, it's, it must be so hard for both of them to be stuck in this dark marriage. It seems it like. doesn't seem like they've, I think they were really good friends and they misread where to move on from there. And yeah. they thought, Oh, we'll get married. And it was easy to ignore their issues early on because they weren't spending, they weren't really together, I think, in the beginning no. of their marriage, correct? They were separate. They, yeah, they were like, they just like kind of clicked and were both like working. Yeah. And then she like, I think she went into some kind of the armed forces. Yeah, she was, I think, like shipped out somewhere. Like yeah. they, were, they were both working in the which, army. Which is the number the one, Marines. which is like, goes back to the number one rule of relationships. It's like you have to completely know the person before you pull the trigger or else you'll be opening up a practice with them on the verge of divorce, going to counseling. It doesn't look good. I've, it's the beginning of a very rough road ahead. Yeah. As we've seen in, in previews of the season coming. Anila, you need to stop it with your husband. He's great. And he, I love, I love him. I, I yeah, I feel really bad for him. He's trying to keep her on the ground and she's being a lot, a lot like her mother. He was so spot on with that comment. Other than that, though, the biggest thing, I guess, was Michael going off to college, which made me sad because I love Michael and I, I love that family. I know. Dr. I, Simone's family is really great. I just, oh, and it made me remember like when I went to college and I, I was actually so mean. I know that I think about it. Sorry, mom. I was just like, oh, I can't be around my parents. Like, I just want to start doing my own thing. Like right when I landed on that big, beautiful campus of LMU, which Stassi Schroeder is also an alumnus. So, oh you God. know, me and her. Two birds in the same school. And it's the same bird pool, bird pond. Also Linda Cardinelli. Well, there are a lot of people went to LMU. I mean, we you could roll off a bunch of alums. I could, yeah. I just went down the street, basically. So it wasn't the, the a huge, you know, 
farewell. It wasn't until after college when I moved to New York that it was like a, oh, I'm leaving now. But I, I definitely felt that same sort of nostalgia that they were giving off in the episode for sure. I think Michael's going to be great. I think he's going to do really well. And I think that he's actually setting a great example for his older brother. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. But I think he's also on the mend. I think, I feel like. Well, he gave him good advice too. Totally. And the two of them, I think really love each other. And I think they're going to be great uh, support systems for each other on this next phase. Uh, But that's really all from Mary to Med. The bigger Atlanta story was with our girls from Atlanta. Oh, and let me tell you, I was so excited for this episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta because my girl, Big Frida, you already know, was no. on it. I, I love Big Frida. I've always been a fan of Big Frida. We need more Big Fridas in the world. Truly, we truly do. An icon, an artist. Beyonce recognizes Big Frida. Big Frida taught me how to twerk at Bonnaroo. The food looked amazing. Shh, like like delicious. I want those booty pop and potatoes, but I was screaming at the TV for most of this episode. I was as well. I'm kind of over the Marlo Kenya double attack. I think Marlo is putting herself into a situation that she doesn't need to put, be put in because she wants the attention. 1000% had to lull though. When she walked out the wrong door, like through the kitchen and then had to (laughs) come back. And she was like, so she, left with her piece one way and then had to come back and be like, well, you don't know. <laughs> she basically circled the table yes. trying to find the exit. It was very Mariah being like, like, you want me to bring the receipts? <laughs> yes, very. I I feel like we talk about this every week and I, I think that's where a lot of the frustration from all the other women is coming from as well. It doesn't matter what Portia did or didn't do at the end of the day. And let's say something did happen. Portia probably would have shared with the group if she felt it was a safe girlfriend space. But Kenya made it out to be a felony the next day. And Kenya is not a nice person. So no, Portia's not going to give Kenya that satisfaction. And Portia even said, I was going to stay calm and silent because it was going to drive Kenya crazy and show her ass. And it absolutely did. And the only people responsible for Marlo getting in the middle are Marlo and Kenya. A hundred percent. And like Candy said, they're all acting like Portia's their girlfriend. Why do they care so much? But then we saw Kenya truly revealed her true colors, truly revealed the true colors. <laughs> I think that's so funny that I just said that. Stupid. And when she said, if I would have done something with Bolo, y'all would have been coming after me and y'all would have been talking about me and I would have been on the outskirts. I don't really think so. I mean, maybe the, I mean, maybe only because you're still married, Kenya. And you yeah. are married. Like Portia is a single a single bitch. woman. She and Dennis never got married and their relationship it has been over for a, a, a bit. So that, that would be the difference, but I don't really think so. I don't think any of the women would have wasted their time because they're not going to step to you like that. I, I'm a total candy in this situation. I'm like, keep my mouth shut. being like, you all sound stupid as hell. Yeah. And Portia now is getting reactive and I don't blame her. I did like her being like, I did screw Bolo. Like I did do it. What are you going to say now? Yeah. Ooh, it and was now, so what? Good. Yeah, now, now what? what? So exactly. So if Portia even, so w- even when Portia admits it, where does it go from there? It has nowhere to go because there's nothing wrong with that at all. No. And I felt really bad for Drew. She, 
this is the best trip they've been on in a while in terms of just um, on paper. Yes. It's one of the best trips they've ever been on. And Drew made a really huge effort to make this thing with Big Frida Big happen. Frida, which is a huge so thing. So I, uh, I felt so bad for her. Toya was just a silent observer this episode. I, sh- I forgot she was even uh, on the trip. Truly. I was shocked. And if I had been Portia and Candy, I would have gotten the hell out of Dodge too before the hurricane hit. Yeah, I think they were smart to leave. But also, when the hurricane hit and the power went out and all that, it happens. Like, there's nothing that they could do about it. Candy trying to be like, well, my trip was better because, like, I didn't have any of these issues. Like, South Carolina was great. This thing in New Orleans was, like, terrible. Like, I win, Drew. I had the better trip. I was like, no, Drew's trip was 100% better. I would have much rather been on Drew's trip than Kenya's trip. Well, that's a lie because I would have liked a little <laughs> bit of the bolo The action. only two thing the oh, sorry the only things that are shared between both trips is you ruining them Kenya yeah you ruined you managed to make both trips not fun with your bullshit and I just oh I got so frustrated when after all is said and done Kenya was like I don't care I I don't know why everyone's making a big fuss about it and I wish I don't know I wish Cynthia would have called Kenya out a little more I feel like Candy did Shamia did Portia obviously did Toya stayed out of it and I totally respect her for that because she kind of has been underwater recently with the ladies. But Cynthia, I wish Cynthia would have stuck up for Portia a little bit more. She did in private when Portia came over for their Instagram shoot. But to Kenya, I went and with Marlo and Kenya and, and Portia in the hotel room before the lights went out, I wish that Cynthia would have spoken up. Yeah. She can't be neutral all the time. Yeah. Not, but that's the problem with Cynthia. She's just going to, tow her own line because she doesn't want to get in anyone's business and she just wants to be liked by everyone which is fine but girl choose a side (laughs) i loved though when they got back to when they all got back to atlanta Mm -hmm. i loved cynthia seahill and p will doing their their video shoot for the black business that was really funny i completely understand the, the takes like that yep that is me when I'm doing all my little videos for Hot and Bravo. Back in the day, I don't know, guys, if you remember on Buttered Pop, I used to do Roni's Roses, and I used to do the Summer House Hierarchy. Y'all. <laughs> Sometimes I was a one-take wonder. Sometimes there was about 23. And hey, you it know, was rough. Well, and it looked like Cynthia was the one who kept fucking up. Which I Well, ever- she didn't know what she wanted to call herself. Cynthia Bailey, Cynthia Bailey Hill, Cynthia Hill. She, like, <laughs> I also... So many times every episode, and it was there were quite a few times this episode in particular. Portia is just stunning. Oh, gorgeous! She's just gorgeous. the most beautiful woman on the face of the planet. And even when she was in a fight with Kenya at the dinner table, she was stunning. I, I and that's what I think is upsetting Kenya is that Portia's star is just skyrocketing, and Kenya's is just a big pile of garbage. When a new Supreme Court rises, the other one falls. <laughs> yes. And that's exactly what's yes. happening here. Sit down, Fiona, a.k.a. Kenya. I want to keep the women except, because you know how we've been fluctuating. Yes, yes, yes. I think I still want, Cynthia, I kind of don't care either way, even though I love her to death. Candy, I do want to stick around a little more. Yeah, I want Candy, Portia, obviously. Kenya needs to go, though. Yes. Between, when I'm talking about the aunties, I think Kenya's time is up. Bring Eva back. Toya will take Kenya's spot. Oh, she's getting primed for that as well. And the way that Kenya's treating her, she's ready to pop off on anyone. Yeah, and I'm excited. Blaze looks great. Candy and Todd, again. Blaze, great name for a restaurant. Terrible again. name for a kid. Oh, well, <laughs> hey, he'll... It's the Blaze show. is the girl. I'm so sorry. She'll grow... <laughs> 
does must you forget the biggest problem with the name is that like it could it's sort of you know we love gender gender neutral names right but but blaze it's it's tough anyway the restaurant looks great it's gonna be another success story for tandy or cod tandy's never shut your mouth (laughs) never again i'm excited to see you next week i think we're gonna get some popping off well yeah it was a to be continued which I feel like every Atl- episode's like that. Atlanta just always loves to do a to be continued with no matter what they do. So I'm just used to it at this point. I'm like, oh yeah, it's to be continued. We're not going to get to anything. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, let's talk about Real Housewives of Dallas, which I think this is one of my favorite episodes this week. And I, it picked I, up. I give Dallas a hard time. Well, they deserve a hard time. But this one was good. Okay. First of all, you know how I feel about Bigfoot. I believe in Bigfoot. I. It makes me so sad to hear you say that, and I'm re- I, I I'm wondering if you're actually if you actually mean that. Do you really think about it? Really think about it. I don't, but I like yeah. the I like the <laughs> like I, please don't say that because people are gonna think you're fucking. I crazy. like the I like the idea of me believing in Bigfoot. Like I think it's funny. There are a hundred. You're you're there. Are, oh my god! I, I can't even believe I have to just. I even have to address this. There are a hundred million explanations for what people have described as quote unquote Bigfoot sightings. I, we listened to that podcast. Yes. I was about to bring that up. Armchair expert debunking of conspiracy theories. And I a hundred percent agree. Thank I just you. like the, and I, even if there were, you really think that they're going to settle in the middle of butt fuck nowhere, Oklahoma. Okay. Oklahoma is a beautiful place. Never I'm forget. Not saying it's not. But Broken Oak? No, what is it? Broken Bow? Broken Bow. No. And like Deandra said. They're going to go to Tulsa or Oklahoma City, for God's sakes. Like Deandra said. Post up in a fucking penthouse in one of those cities. You know, how has Bigfoot been around this long and no one's actually ever seen it? Well, I thought it was hysterical how they all called bullshit on Charles. I mean, that doesn't excuse Carrie being a total bitch, and we'll get to that in a second. But all of them looked at him with the biggest side eye, like, Really? Well, I, you know, I'm a Deandra through and through. I realized this episode. I, I'm a survival wilderness boy. I can light a fire. I can cook the food. When she called him out about the turkey hunt, she's like, "No, you, you can't drive." Yeah, you know that too. <laughs> I that I think I could. I'm shocked that Brandy could do it. Well, actually, I'm not. No, when I really think about it, Brandy being able to drive a trailer better than Deandra that tracks. But Deandra, I, I really enjoyed watching Deandra make those really sharp turns and watching everyone just fly to one side of the RV. <laughs> Stephanie can't fill up a tank of gas, okay. which is another okay. thing. Who does not know to turn off the engine when you put gas in a car? You can literally blow up everyone. That's why there are some states where they insist on doing it for you because people like Stephanie exist. Who don't I, know how to I was tanks. shocked. She was like, I saved everyone's life by reading the directions. A girl... Have you never done gas before? It blows my mind. Like, it's almost like people don't understand that, like, sparks and fire and flames and gasoline don't mix. It's like no one's watched Zoolander. Like, come (laughs) on. One of the best quotes of the episode. Do angels follow you? I hope so. Oh, but her little puppy. Cam, just inch by inch, is growing on me just a tiny bit. I gotta say. I'm not sold on her yet by a long shot, but... She, out of all of the girls, her stock is higher than some others. I'm enjoying Cam. I think I finally have crossed over into Cam I Am territory. 
I thought she was funny. And but I'm losing I'm losing Stephanie. I really am. When the, we when we she was talking about the seven wonders of the world. Oh can, my Bigfoot, god. Bigfoot, Canada, Noah's Ark. What? I mean, even I had to think for a second, but I got I think I, I couldn't think of one. I think I got six out of the seven, and I couldn't think of the last one. I had to look it up. But she got two. Yeah, she got Pyramids of Giza. And Machu Picchu. And, and Machu she didn't Picchu. even say it right. Yeah. But that was it. Those oh, no. The, she got the Great Wall of oh, China. Oh, Great Wall of China, too. She, she got three. Got one. But still, three out of seven, that's failing. It's kind of low. It's not good. I fell for her, though, later when Carrie was being a drunk moron. Well, you're going to get that drunk after slamming jello shots and using half a bottle of vodka to make two drinks. But if you're at a certain age and you drink and you get that mean, you need to look inward. Yeah. Girl. Well, that was the thing. And you, I, I would never ever be that rude to someone. No, I'm no a very lovey dovey drunk. Same. I will just be your best friend. It's totally fine, yeah. but I'm not going to, fight someone or try to be mean to someone because especially if I don't know who they are exactly and this guy took time out of his life yes it was a tall tale with Bigfoot yeah it's silly it's fun it's like let's go find Bigfoot buy into it enjoy your time when he was talking about hunting hunting is so normal what do you think happens where do you think you get your food from Carrie like that was the thing like uh, Stephanie said you're gonna be this uptight about you know killing animals and hunting animals then be a freaking vegan exactly like don't I'm eat not, a hot dog i'm not a big fan of hunting but if you think about him killing his own food and you buying your meat from a horrible factory farm most likely who's worse you or him i kind of have to think you are number one number two who gave that bitch a machete horrible idea. Yes. I mean, he knew from the moment that she was wasted at the campfire. Do not give this girl a machete. I, ugh, it just, you know, she was kind of chilling out over the last couple episodes, but I was waiting for her to be a, to be an asshole again. And sure enough, didn't take very long. And the next morning, she rude to Deandra, even worse, laughing about what happened with the guy, like not giving a shit. Like, come on, Carrie, grow up. She's grow the worst. Up. Yeah. I mean, other than that, um, I love Tiffany's umbrella hat. Oh, my gosh. I must get one for myself. You and we will never go to the beach again. Well, you probably need one, too, because (laughs) you burnt to a crisp. So I would rethink that, sir. Thank you very much. (laughs) Terry the Wine Stud is making poison. Okay. I was literally (laughs) they were literally brewing meth. That was literally brewing meth. That was not winemaking. I saw that and I was like. That, no, no, there's no way I will be drinking that kind of, absolutely not. That was like, like Deandra said, this is like someone making wine in their bathtub. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, that wasn't kind of, it totally was. I, I need my, I need my grapes smashed by the feet and then I need them put in a a oak barrel or whatever you call it and just, I need my wine that way. I need it fermented naturally. I don't need to be adding chemicals. That's what gives you headaches. Yeah. Truly, I sat there going, wow, they're all going to be so hungover tomorrow. That's the exact thought. Not only was it white wine, it was white wine with all these little additives to it. I was like, I would be. That was grape juice with literally pure alcohol powder mixed together. That was, that's literally all that was. Oh, my Carrie really also bothered me at the end when she is crying. Making, putting it all on Stephanie to make her feel better about being a bitch. 
It's no, you come between with your tail between your legs, humble and say, you know what? I was way out of line. I feel terrible, but it's not about me. It's about you. I'm sorry that I made you feel terrible because of my bad behavior. Yeah. You, she put it all on Stephanie and Stephanie had to console her. Like what the fuck? I can't wait till next week. Cause she owes Charles an apology. I, and I hope she gives it to him. I hope she doesn't be like, my friend wants me to give you an apology. My friend was, Oh, she's which so going to say that. So rude. She's going to say that 1000%. Also, these ladies drink so much. So much. I realized watching this episode, they constantly have drinks in their hand from the bloody Marys in the morning beverages on um, beverages, to the beers, like getting themselves ready. Then Deandra, like who knows, like, 11 a.m. bringing out a margarita. I am sorry. I have not drank like that in years. Years. And it's rough on me to even have like a couple margaritas three nights a week. Yeah. Yes. You heard it on last week's podcast. (laughs) I was struggling, bitch. Oh, man. We'll see what happens next week. Uh, Final thing. Go for it. I want those Jeeps. I loved the Jeeps. Yeah, me too. I thought those were so cool. I... Ever since I saw Clueless as a child, oh my! I have God. always wanted a G wagon. Oh no, I don't want a G wagon. I want a white Jeep like Cher, because I drive like her too. <laughs> I totally paused. You, no, you drive like a grandmother, <laughs> like below the speed limit, over the steering wheel. I'm I drive like Cher more than you do. Yeah, that's true. I'm. Overly cautious to the point I'm bad. Like a medium told me that the spirits wanted me to know that I am a reckless driver and I need to slow down and be careful driving. The spirits have spoken. Matthew. Yeah. So slow down. You're for the Dion. Okay. <laughs> I am very Dion. Give me a nice little hat. Okay. Let's get to Jersey. Yeah. Um, again, like not too much occurred. The two biggest things I guess were Melissa and Joe and then the no, no Memorial. Yes. I got to say, I'm over this horny Teresa shtick. I don't think it's funny. I don't like her calling the calamari octopusy. Ooh, I'm, I oh, I didn't even call. Oh, that. when they were at the restaurant at the beginning, I was and she's like, "I'm so horny." Like it was, well, she didn't say it. Melissa said it about her, but I just I'm not about it. Like we're going to eventually meet Louie, whatever, cool. But I hope it's soon because I cannot deal with this this thing anymore it's really yeah, just annoying it's annoying and she looks great don't get me wrong she looks banging but i'm ready to see her put, like get all of that out with someone like yeah. i'm excited for her to be flirty and sexy with someone else not just not just, not just to all, the calamari yeah and not in all up in her own feelings it's a little it's a little much okay let's talk about joe and melissa so the whole fight started because melissa walked to the car and left joe at the check and stand by himself and did not walk with him to the van 15 years later you're really that's really what you're gonna start a fight about joe 15 years of marriage and this is what joe like, give me a break is a child he cannot he is so like let's talk about what's her face old school i swear to god if i hear someone say i'm old-fashioned or old school or like old country or you know tradition like just i don't know it's it's like an excuse oh yeah i'm old school so i'm allowed to say and think and do this no no i'm totally on team melissa where yes we grow and we evolve and we she change. was 24 when they met of course she's gonna be doting on this like hunky hot boy that she's gonna get married to yeah you grow and you evolve and you change with your partner and your marriage does as well and 
I understand, Joe, you, you witnessed a certain type of relationship in a marriage from your parents. And yes, you're probably all up in your nostalgia about your parents because they recently passed. But Melissa's not your mother. No. And Melissa was right when she said, this is the best you're ever going to get. Mm-hmm. Sure, some woman out there, I mean, there are tons of women out there that would want Jor Gorga, but they would not fulfill him at all. Melissa keeps him in check. Melissa's a great mother to their kids. She can stand up to his sister, Teresa, which was another thing. When they were at that lunch the next day and Teresa was like, well, you should give him more attention. I was like, are you kidding me, Teresa? I feel like Teresa and Joe Giudice are the perfect example of what happens when you, you, I mean, you forget everything else and just follow the man. Exactly. When you don't have your own sense of self and your own life going on that you can bring back to your marriage... That's how you end up. I think that Joe should be so thankful that Melissa is her own person and that she's so successful. And yeah, she raised your fucking kids, Joe. Mm -hmm. So it's her turn. And she's not even asking you to pull back. She's saying that you both can be successful and have a family. And again, this, if this is all just chalked up to some sort of like midlife crisis a little bit, fine. You know, where things are changing and evolving very quickly with your parents are gone. Gone, Your wife is getting more busy, more successful. Your kids are growing up before your very eyes. And you're still kind of doing the same thing. Again, not to, and Dolores, I, God, I love Dolores because she was trying to explain that to him. You know, you're successful too, but you're never going to get better than this girl. And she adores you and she worships you. And you're not, the old school way of doing things with marriage didn't work for a lot of your parents. Your parents were lucky and they were in love, but a lot of parents in that community, in that tradition, either married and unhappy Mm -hmm. and doing really awful shady stuff behind the scenes or divorced. Yeah. Or in jail. It just. Look at your sister. But we'll see this unfold more as the week. This is not over yet. The Joe and Melissa uh, of it all. It's going to go on for a little bit longer. And Teresa, in your interviews, she just can't help herself. She always, there must be something going on that I don't know about because I don't know why Joe would be reacting or saying this, you know? She just likes to throw Melissa under the bus. Because Melissa is everything that she's not. Exactly. Sorry, I said it. I mean it. It's the truth. It is. She's always been jealous of Melissa. I also do not like the realtor Giselle joke. I don't like these let's pretend we're cheating on each other pranks i also wasn't paying attention i was sort of getting ready for my day while watching it on my laptop and i didn't really catch that they were pranking her so i started to get really worked up like oh my god joe joe oh my god no please please i i almost bought it and then i sort of understood what was going on well yeah i mean they played it off really well because like if someone calls you four times and like you just keep ignoring it and it's like a realtor giselle i'd be like hmm hmm What's this, bitch? But I just, I think these jokes and these pranks are stupid because at the end of the day, why are you testing the waters of your relationship in this way? Like, why are you trying to make the person feel like they can be replaced? I don't know. I think it's stupid. It's, it's mean. And you give morons like Jennifer and Teresa reason to start rumors, talking shit and start rumors. Speaking of rumors, Evan is an international lover. He was talking to, remember he was talking how he knew all the languages and it's because he all dated all these different ladies and the women. All of those the women want him. Oh. It is obvious. So obvious. There are, that's why Teresa was spreading the cheating rumors. Cause she was like, maybe if I spread these cheating rumors, he'll cheat with me. I mean, I also, I don't know. I, ha- I, I- 
you know me. I think everybody's gay. Okay. Because it's just wishful thinking. I want everyone to just be on our team. And seeing Evan and Joe Gorga, like, stretch and work out in the morning, I was like, oh, maybe they were at the gym. And we are moving on because I did not get that at all. Oh, I mean, wouldn't that be great, though? And we're moving on. Okay, fine. (laughs) We're moving on to the... The no-no? No-no's memorial. I mean, I got emo- I got very emotional. I was in tears, fully, full on crying because relationships, I don't know, relationships not only between like a parent and a child, like, you know, with Teresa and Joe and their parents, but also the grandkids, like Gia's speech just really hit me in a way I didn't think. When you have a relationship with your grandparents, it's something very special, yes. especially if they've been in your life and they've been so present. On both sides of my family, I'm very close to my grandparents. On my dad's side, they've passed, and I had to speak up both of their funerals. And it just really brought me back to kind of those memories and those that sadness and that feeling and that kind of, like, loss that you feel. If angels do follow you, they always do, because I do have moments where I do feel like the angels have followed me. And that's why I Absolutely. have so many freckles, is because those are all angel kisses. Oh so, you know, love that's is always there. Sweet. But... It just, it really, and it's nice to see what this show really is about and it's family. And that's yes. really the heart of the show. And that's, and it really brought me back to that as much as the fighting and like the fighting of the family and everything, it was really beautiful to see everyone come together and celebrate a great man who was kind of like, you know, the centerpiece of this entire community, truly. And he kept, especially in his final years, he kept... Teresa and the girls afloat. He stepped in where Joe Dudice really failed them. And I mean, I can't imagine how he must have felt having to do that without his partner next to him and wanting to be with her, but knowing that he couldn't leave yet because he had to do what he had to do. And I think she does. And the more, you know, the more that we get more insight into Nono and to their relationship, I think Teresa remembers how important Joe Gorga is and how important their relationship is. And I think that's why she and Melissa are as close as they are now. Yeah. And I just don't want her. And I'm not saying I understand that Joe Judice is the father of your children. I understand that, but he took a lot away from you. Yeah. And I just don't think it's fair to let him off the hook and treat Joe and Melissa the way that you're treating them. I hope that this beautiful moment reminds her how good they've been to her and how good Nono was to her. And I mean, I think we're going to go right back into the petty bullshit next week, but it was nice to take a break from that. And everyone really showed up for Teresa. The everyone, oh, the kids look great. Mm-hmm. It's so nice to see them all growing up. It was just a really, it was a beautiful the two ceremony. Swans were totally Nana and Nono. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm all about like animals and signs and oh, all that. Oh, every time kind of I stuff. see a monarch butterfly, I think it's my Uncle John, my Aunt Carol, or my my grandma, my nanny. I, I always every time I'm on a walk and they pop up, I always think it's them. It's they're always with us. Our 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 angels always follow us. Thank you, Cam. Title of that. Title of that. Truly. <laughs> truly the title of the episode is gonna be, you know, Angels in the Outfield. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> angels uh, in the Bravoverse. Do angels follow you? I hope so. I know so. All right, everyone. Thanks for sticking us out with us, sticking it out with us. Yeah, this was a shorter one, but I think it was, you know, short and sweet to the point. 
Yeah, we like to we like to get to it. And we did it this episode. <laughs> and I'm a little emotional from the Nona Memorial, so I just needed to get through that. Yeah. But thank you guys so much for listening. If you aren't already, subscribe wherever you're listening to, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. If you're on social media, you can follow us at Hot and Bravo. That's at H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. And we'll see you next time. Bye.